Hey, I'm Ramel London. I'm a TV radio presenter and host, and I want to welcome you to the Mainstream Podcast. So today I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with a young talent who first burst into our world with the culture-shaking character that is Reese Simpson, a.k.a. RS, a.k.a. Roll Safe, in the viral online show Hood documentary in 2015. Obviously, this caught the attention of the BBC, who debuted the second series on iPlay and officially launched his acting career to the mainstream. Now, as as a fully-fledged actor, writer and producer and the face of some of my favourite memes as well. He's back with a second series of his other hit show, Enterprise. I'm joined by the one and only Kyode Awumi. Hey. Hey, Kyode, welcome to the mainstream. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> I feel blessed. I'm so, I'm feeling blessed to have you because I haven't seen you in a very long time. But I feel like maybe the fans feel like they haven't seen you in a, a yeah, while as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a great, great welcome back. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. So, all right. We're talking all about how you really got into the mainstream. Yeah. So I think it's best if we go back to the age of five. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've picked the age of five. Age I feel five. like okay. that's a reasonable age. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's okay. a reasonable age to kind of think, what What did Kyode want to be when he grew up, when he was five years old? Um... Mm, five. I think when I was five, I made a, I made a joke one time that I wanted to be a policeman. Okay, that's that sounds one, realistic. One, one, I mean, one time I don't know why I said that. I just said that. I can't remember what age it was, but I just said that. Um, but growing up after five, like, and and I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Okay, that's. But fine. when I got to the age of like maybe, like I, I remember vividly, like there was this um school. Um, like this like book competition thing, right? Okay. So what happens like to celebrate reading books? Yeah, they say, yeah. all right, cool. We're gonna give out some free vouchers and stuff like that. Um, like fifty pound vouchers. And oh. This is in primary school. Yeah? Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, for a lot of money. And we we thank thank God for the uh, funding. <laughs> and then, and then what happened? They were like, um, dress up. People have to dress up as their favorite character from a book. They do that still with World yeah. Book Day and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. World Book Day. That's it. World okay. Book Day. Sorry, World Book Day. And then I was like, I think they picked like 10 people and I got picked. I, I was like, I'll, I'll do it. Then I, I dress up as like Jack and the Beans, Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. But then I took it to the mat. I put, I got like my dad's vest. I cut holes in it. <laughs> I dragged it on the floor outside. To put got dirt the dirt. On it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I put oil on it or whatever. And I wore like wellies and I had shorts. And I proper, and I had to do like a little monologue thing. I'm like, Hello. Okay, how old was we? How old was we? Oh, this is, yeah, this is like, yeah, five, yeah, six. I'm okay. like 10, I'm like 10. Okay, fair enough, 10, fair enough. 10, 11, 10, maybe 10. Reasonable, yeah. I think maybe when I got to 11 years old, I got a bit like, you know, you get self-conscious like about your image and stuff, girls and stuff like that. So yeah. Like, so this has had to be like in, when I was like at least eight or nine where you don't really care about the girls and whatever. Fair. So like, so <laughs> it sounds mad, isn't it? So I think it has to be, yeah, four, yeah, five. So I did that and then when I did it, like I remember people just loved it and I and I got you know, I got the book and I got some vouchers. I think I don't know I don't know they were, they went I gave it to my mum but I never saw it again. But the moral of the story is that I remember people coming up to me, parents saying that you're a very good actor, like you're a very good actor. Wow. That's the first time I'm hearing that word actor. Like you're very good at this, you know, a good actor. I was like, Oh, whatever. Like I'm just I'm ten in it. Yeah. I'm ten, I'm nine, I'm like, whatever. And then, you know, from there, yeah, I went on. I went on from there. Yeah. So, did do, do, do you actually feel like you were conscious by that point of then? Okay, now I need to start pursuing no. being an actor. 
no. Oh, it was just something you thought, oh, I'm actually good at that. I'm also, yeah, I'm good at making people laugh. I think in, okay. in, in primary school, I was like, I remember this, I, I told this joke today. I remember just this was a time like during like, or talking about like, Bin, bin Laden stuff, Bin Laden, Bin Laden, Bin Laden. Everyone's like, where is he? Where is he? All these kind of things. Like, yeah. Six, yeah. And I remember like a firework went off outside, and I was remember saying like, I just I don't know why I said this, but I was like, someone Bin Laden has landed, and then, and then everyone was just like, even my even my teacher was laughing, and she wanted she to send me out, but she couldn't because she was like, that's a very good gag. And then from that time, like from <laughs> from you know busting busting out random gags in class. I feel like we shouldn't laugh, but it shouldn't yeah, laugh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I, yeah, I'm like, oh, Bin Laden's landed. And then I was just saying, like, I used to say, like, crazy stuff. Because I, I used to watch Def Jam at, at the age of, like, maybe... Really? Yeah, going to uh, going towards, like, maybe end of... Because I used to go to my cousin's house and I had these DVDs. Okay. Yeah. The Def Jam, like, old... Are these older Def cousins? Jam. Oh, yeah, older cousins, yeah. yeah. Like, all, like, because Timbo and Mitch are my cousins. So, like, they used to, like... Like, and Charles, they used to have these, like, DVDs. Pirate DVDs of, like... Old school, yep. like Martin Lawrence, Chris Tucker, like yep. old school. So I used to watch that when I was at their house. Okay. I didn't used to watch Ben 10 or whatever. I was, you know, I wasn't interested <laughs> in those kind of things. He was watching much. adult content. Yeah, Eddie Murphy and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we, we're establishing that, you know, comedy was definitely a part of your, your childhood. Yeah. And like, were you allowed to be the funny one in your house? Because, you know, was your... You're from a Nigerian background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it... Where you, where's your background? I'm half Nigerian as well. You are, isn't it? Yeah. What's up for I'm Guyanese. He's, he's Nigerian. My dad. Your mum's Guyanese. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. So... You know, I, I I know every every household's different. Was yours the the strict Nigerians or the funny Nigerians? Um, my dad was my dad was quite strict growing okay. up. Okay, but I, I lived so I lived on the Ellsbury Estate. Where did you grow up? I'm North London. Okay, I I grew up on the Ellsbury Estate, southeast, and some 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 dark things were happening at that yeah, time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I there was a there was a football cage outside my house and. My dad, like, the window was, like, opposite the football pitch. So my okay. dad could always, like, look out and whatever. So I think when you, you'd get, like, weekly newsletters and stuff coming through your doors of, yeah. like, someone has been killed. And wow. Yeah, people, like, would get dumped in, like, black bags and left outside people's houses. Like, it was, like, bodies. And so it was getting to a point where it was getting quite whatever. So my dad was really, like, on us, like, where are you going? Yeah. Come home at this time. Like, calling us from the window, like, tell us, tell you, like, he would tell my older sister to call me and say, tell Kaida to come home. And yeah. So it was quite on to me, but I feel like my mom was was maybe was more. My mom makes a lot of jokes. Okay. So my dad is funny, like when like seeing him and stuff he does and stuff he says. Yeah. But my mom is like hilarious. Like her comic timing is really good. So I think there was a balance at home. And my dad like like he showed a lot of love. You yeah. Know? He showed like I think I realized later on just like that that's how the way he shows love is different. Everyone shows yeah. love in, in a different way. Definitely. You know, when you're young, you think, oh, this guy doesn't like me. <laughs> I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. When you're older, you realise, no, like... Because I didn't realise what was happening around yeah. the area. I just wanted to play football and, and make it. But he's aware, exactly. He's, uh, he's reading... I'm not reading the newsletters. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, he's 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 reading the newsletters. And worrying and... And worrying, yeah. 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 So, okay, so in that sense, was you allowed to be funny? Was you allowed to play jokes and, and be a character? Like, I'm kind of going to the point of, was you expected to be hard working buckle down he's going to be a lawyer doctor or accountant or is it because obviously i know you went down the route of acting yeah, but yeah, yeah. was there a if you said oh actually i think i want to do this as a career was that even a possibility in your house um so growing up i mean i mean 
like from early yeah in primary school and secondary school it was always the same thing of you go into parents evening <laughs> you know yeah so kaede is always talking in class <laughs> Yeah. there sometimes you feel like he's not there he can always reach his full potential i feel like that's like a default line to just say yep. when they don't know what to say you know but hey each teacher to their own yeah you know just like i feel like you know he's not reaching his full potential he can always do better i mean everyone can always do better of course but in drama and english they would always say he's an amazing wow. student you know like he's very doing very well like he's top of performing in the class da, 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 da. so i think my 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 Mum especially was like, and one of my teachers said this to my mum as well. It's like he's a different, he's a different student in this class. Like okay. when it comes to the arts, like it's like I'm hearing a different kaede. Because when I in year in maybe in year year nine to year ten, I went through a weird phase in my life. I was just like, I wasn't angry, but just like wanting to impress your friends. Okay, yeah. Listen to certain kind of songs. You that wanted have to an be influence on you a bit yeah, bad. Yeah, you know, my school's in Peckham, so you know you want to okay. hang with the Peckham boys and explore. <laughs> You know, uh, so what happened was, yeah, I think I just enjoyed drama. I just really enjoyed drama. I enjoyed making my imagination was was always moving at a pace. It moves very fast now, but at that time, I was moving quite quite fast for my age. And yeah. I'm watching when it comes to comedy. I'm watching like not not what everyone's watching in my yeah. in my class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying these kind of jokes. They're like that's quite like what's happening and, yeah. I'm just, I'm, and I'm just enjoying it or like I'm always up my feet and stuff yeah. like that so they I think my parents realized that he's got something here that's however good. they didn't see any like black actors exactly. on the screen and stuff like that so when I said I want I wanted to go to drama school they were like to do what wow. you know like it's true that makes sense if they can't if they can't visualize it, yeah, then, then what the are you point? talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and that was that. So I went to go and do journalism at Coventry, and then <laughs> then I changed my course. See, okay, when I saw that. journalism, I was like, "Hey," because yeah. obviously, okay, fair enough. Drama, English, yeah, it's good, but you did that at college. Yeah. Now you're like, I'm big boy. I want to be a journalist. Yeah. Did you actually think? Yeah. Was you actually thinking yeah. I want to be on the news or yeah, I want to be? A, I said. I'm gonna be a presenter because I think I, I feel like I got some funny bones in me, so I'll be a presenter. I will do like an ant thing, you know. But you didn't realize that journalism is not that. No, no. When I, was, <laughs> I sat there in the lecture room two, two years in, I was like, nah. <laughs> Trust me, I study broadcast journalism. That's what I was gonna do. Yeah, broadcast See, yeah, journalism. My yeah. one's closer to it, yeah. but it's still not that. Mm. That's the craziest thing. So I can imagine the shock horror that you experienced when you went straight into a journalism. Of course, yeah. I was just they said you got you get a free Mac laptop. So I think that's, that's it. What, what uni was this? Coventry. So that's <sighs> what pulled me in. But then I should have gone. <laughs> you should have gone. But well, where did you go for? You? I went to Leeds. What did you say? They didn't Bro- give us no Bro- freeness. Broadcast journalism. Yeah, I had to buy my own everything. No, they gave it. To, I think that was the worst. That's what they were trying to do. But it couldn't. It couldn't keep me. <laughs> It couldn't, it couldn't hold you down. It couldn't it hold could, you it down. It couldn't hold me down. Not me. Not me. Amazing. Well, I mean, okay, so at what point did you change to drama and what was the conversation? Um, wow. Did very, anyone very try and stop you? No. So so I didn't tell anybody. So oh, I, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go and do journalism. Yeah. And then when I went to go and do journalism, two days into the course or three days into the course, I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. But then the building that... My lecture, the lecture was in, yeah. was called the Ellen Terry Building, okay, which is where it's performing arts, and okay. sometimes the broadcast journalism students or broadcast journalist students, yeah, um, they come in and like um hire out equipment from downstairs, yep, and then upstairs is the theater, okay, you know, so you can have like screenings there and show your short films or yep. whatever. 
So I went downstairs and I was like, I, I mean, there was this guy and he was like, I was like, oh, yo, like, because it was fresh this week, innit? You know, yeah. I like, and, I, I, and when I told the story, I can't believe that I did this. <laughs> Cause, no, because honestly, I'm, try, I'm, I'm quite like, and I'm not being arrogant or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm quite an obedient child. Yeah. I would say like the way I was raised, the way I was trained, like brought up and respecting your elders yeah. and being obedient and always communicating and being, in my, my household, we're very transparent yeah. with your parents. With my dad doesn't, my dad like kind of like, drain that thing of lying yeah it's like everyone needs to be open if you're going to get in trouble it's fine yeah you you, you reap your consequences like 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 a man or a woman it's yeah. Fine. yeah of course you know just take so it just just take it yeah. you know, but but just don't lie yeah. you know if you're out whatever just tell me you're out tell me you bunk school yeah. no problem just don't lie and i was like okay cool so this one mm. i went against the you know protocol and i was like you know what? i need to change man so i changed my course i, I swear to get the reception i was like yo like, hello, I was like, whatever. I was like, yeah, I want to, uh, the theatre course, it was called Theatre and Professional Practice. Okay. Like, and I, looked, I read it on I read on it, it looked decent. Yeah. Uh, I never read about this before because I'm going to uni to go and do journalism. Exactly, right? you had cool. it, yeah. So I read on it, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, yeah, I want to come and do it. He was like, the course is full. And I was like, yeah, but. Like, <laughs> I want it. Like, yeah, like, is there anything you can do for me? This is him. I'm sorry about the the course because this year I think that that year especially was like almost forty students, wow. you know, like 43, 45 students, and meant normally on average like thirty something. Okay, so it was like yo, it's full man. But I I think you may not say this. Yeah, I think because me being black, I think definitely helped because I was the only black boy in that course. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of forty students, I was the only black boy. There was like three, three, four black girls, and there maybe. One one left. Wow. Two no two left. So they ended up being three. So like maybe like five black girls and then then two left and then ended up being three. Wow. I was the only black boy. In that so that was, that was your kind of in diversity box. I, I think I, I don't know what he, the guy at the reception was thinking. He was just a receptionist. And he yeah. was like, and then he said to me, "This is him. Do you have an experience?" And what I used to always do, I used to always keep a folder around of like like I used to do like stuff at the Young Vic yeah. and stuff at Playhouse and I had like an agent at like terrible oh you already had an agent at this time no like like an agency like you know like a kids agency oh, okay yeah so I signed to this agency Abacus Agency when I was like around I auditioned when I was like around maybe 17 16, mm. 16. I don't know but I didn't get any work they were really terrible mm. so then what happened was I had a portfolio of like all my stuff and even I even had the contract in there I don't know why I had a contract in there <laughs> okay I like look like I'm, a, I'm doing my thing whatever. it's legit it like you know what? Let me just. Then he went to the back for like ten minutes. I was just thinking, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Then he came back and he was like, "Um, you have an audition on Friday." So this was um maybe Wednesday. Yeah. It's an audition on Friday. So so and I've like, but he said that he said to me before you come on audition, you have to um come off the broadcast journalism course. Okay. Yeah. So I was, but then I was like, but if I don't get into the audition, it's like. This is the risk you have to take, and I was like, I said, I know I'm a good actor, so I yeah. think I'll I try, I try my best. I'll try my best, but for a day, I wasn't, a, I wasn't, I wasn't a, a, student. a student at Coventry <laughs> University for a day. For a day, I was just, I was just a what? What am I? Just, just, just a guy. Just a guy on the on the, on the, on the fields. Like I was not a student. I was just roaming around. Wow. Yeah. Um. Then I auditioned. I did a play from. I read a segment from like. A doll's house. I did. I had to improv a little bit, you know. Okay. And then the lecturer was like, "Oh yeah, like no problem. Like you're in." Sick. And then I just came on. People were like, "Who just?" Cause I was. I wasn't in the induction. Monday. Of not. Monday to Thursday, they didn't see me. <laughs> then Friday, you just see me sitting there, like, "You know, right, guys, yeah." 
And they've never really bonded, didn't it? Yeah. They don't. You know. You know how theatre courses are. Yeah. You do like workshops. You do this and that. Like, yeah, come to Monday, go and party. And I just this black boy just coming <laughs> on the course, just sitting there like. And I had, I think I had a high top as well. So oh my god! I'm standing god. out. No, yeah, that's, yeah, I had a high top as well. So I was just wow. like, yeah. So fantastic! I love it. That's my story. Show them. This is this is what real diversity is. Yeah. And and and, and, and I told my and I told my parents to then to answer a question. Of course, yeah. So I was like, I was like, all right, I got in. So I called my mum. I was like, mum, I got like I've changed courses. She was like, Kaide, why? Like I was mm. like, mum, you know this I want to do. She was like, it's true. All right, no problem. Uh, I was like, how about dad? So I to tell your dad. That cool. So I called my dad. Yeah, I was like, I need to talk to you. He's like, oh, what's like, what's up? What's what? Like, what's wrong? Yeah. I was like, so kind of you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? And yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I was like, cool. So basically, like, I've changed courses. And I think was silent. Maybe for a good, maybe seven seconds. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. So I said hello. <laughs> you have to just check the just line. Check hello, and he said. He said, Kylie, why? Like, what are you like? What are you doing?" He said, "This acting thing again." I was like, "Dad, no, you know." I said, "You know," I was like, "Dad, look, you know." I I, think I was a bit confident because I know he wasn't next to me, innit? yeah, I mean, yeah. I was yeah. In cough, so he couldn't <laughs> can't beat me from <laughs> here. Yeah, can't do anything. I was like, "Dad, look, you know, like, I like I really like I'll, I'll, I'm I'm obedient, you know, like Dad, you know this, like yeah. when you say come on at this time, I try my best, you know, like but when it comes to this, this is what I want to do, man." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then I finished, and I I think I did all right. Didn't you get first? Yeah. Come on. I that's. Did, I did okay. Listen, that's. Okay. At least you got proof. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, you know, Dad, you know, it was my, worth it. You know, my, I left. I left uni with an agent, mm. and we were first. Yeah, I left with an actual acting agent that's because brilliant. I, I, every summer I would go to like look for like um stuff to do like okay. like, like young companies and so like the, I did a thing with the Young Vic. I did a play with the young thing. I got scouted there. I used to do stuff with stuff with Playhouse and residencies. Okay. You know? So people used to be like, "Oh, what are you doing now?" I'm like, "I mean, uni after uni, like, let's talk." And then I got signed. That's my, sick. My last year. I mean, it sounds like you had the hustle regardless. You yeah. were ready to take risks, which I think is really important for people understand to understand. Like, you have to go with your gut. And also, you have to be prepared to go to that audition with nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah, yeah. and turn it around and believe in your own source, kind of thing. It's it's a thing where, like, I I think the hunger I had, yeah. and big up to a woman called Axa Hines. Who, I think I met Axa. Axa, yeah, Axa Hines is around. Like, she, you know, that when because so when I did this show, yeah, at the Young Vic Theatre. She was one of the chaperones because it's a young people show. So right. like 19 or 18 and under, right? Yeah. So I've I finished my I finished my first year of uni. Yeah. I go back home for the summer. I do a, a young Vic thing, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna go back to my to my second year. Yeah. So when I met Axa was there, one of the young people looking after the young people. It, it was like from age of like 12 to 18. Yeah. You know, a cast or whatever. So I play one of the characters. She really just like would always like the spell checking the K you good, whatever, da, 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 da. So after uni, yeah, she knew um Danu Kuluya. She knew she was okay. part of that circle. So she would one day she was like, Oh yeah, I'm she would just always encourage me to say, All right, you know, do your thing, whatever. I was like, I wanna leave uni and be an actor. <laughs> I had an audition for Star Wars in my oh, second year of uni. But I was terrible audition. But you know, I had an audition for Star Wars. So, yeah. I was, so I'm getting gas now. I'm thinking because the agent that scouted me, right. She's like, Look, I'll put you up for stuff, but do you want to leave uni? And I was like, I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave. She's like, all right, cool, no problem, no problem. I was like, I'll leave. If it's a big thing, I'll leave or whatever. Yeah. So I went to Star Wars and I was getting gassed and I didn't get it. And I was like, I want to leave uni. I can, I can do it. And I'm getting jobs already. I'm getting yeah. bookings already. And Axel was like, stay, stay. She wow. gave me so much advice. And even when I finished uni, she was like, in uni, she was like, look, yeah, 
Use uni as your drama school. Amazing. Even though it's not a drama school. Yes. That's a very big difference. Yeah. As you're training, look, yeah. up, look up on actors, watch stuff, wow. learn stuff, learn the accent, read books. We had a lot. We had a, a bit of free time. Yeah. And when, I think when I came out, I just had this fire to make. That's it. I think I changed from an actor to a to a maker because on my course, you devise puppetry, yep. you write, you know, mask work, all these kind of techniques they give to you, improvisation, you learn about yeah. all these practitioners. You know, you, you know, some people there are now like um facilitators, some yeah. people there presenters, some yeah. like run theatre companies. So you get given so much and I was just like, I'm not just an actor. Yeah. I'm a creator. And then that's when I came out and did Rose. So are you glad that you went to uni in the end? I'm so like now I tell people A to go to that uni. Okay. And B, like you can like go and do theatre at uni. I, I, I think personally, I feel like the drama school way it's no longer the way anymore. And, and you, you look at the, the likes of like like the Damson Idrises yeah. or the likes of maybe Torsten Coles or um people like Daniel Kaluuya, all yeah. these guys that who maybe didn't go to uni. They or didn't, didn't go, do drama um, school. Um, Samson, I mean, didn't go to drama school, sorry. Yeah. Or like Samson Kaya as well. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't think he went drama. Yeah, so. a lot of them like figure it out yeah. as they go. And But that's why I enjoy watching Damson or I enjoy watching Daniel because they feel so raw yeah. and so untouched. Of course, you have to do a lot more work. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to do a lot more work yeah. and Because that's the difference. Drama school gives you straight connects. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, but you, like, like we said, you were ready to get your own connections oh, yeah, anyway. Ready, ready, so that's a great ready. lesson. So you mentioned you came straight out yeah. and started creating, come yeah. on, the yeah. documentary. Listen. Boom, boom, boom. This show <laughs> <laughs> changed the game for so many of us because, first of all, it made us realise that you can just, you can make fun of yourself. Yeah. Like you, or you can make fun of the culture yeah. and it's not, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. we all know that guy that thinks they're the baddest rapper, yeah. but yeah. they're actually rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. So, right, you and um, Tyrell Williams, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love Tyrell. you two working yeah. together yeah. and you guys created her documentary together. Yeah. So where did the idea come from? Obviously, like we said, we all know that, yeah, that yeah. dead rapper, but yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, was that someone, was it based on someone? No, or? Okay. I, I was just shooting vines one day and then Tyrell, you probably know the story, but Tyrell was like, um, I was shooting a van from Paid and Full with a leather jacket on and, and I had a shirt under, right? Yeah. And it's a, it's a scene in the car where Mitch is crying about his brother's death. He's yeah. like, whatever, he's crying. He's like, whatever, I'm going to get them A, something like that. So I was trying to shoot the scene and I was crying, but it wasn't funny. Right. So then what happened? I was like, oh no, this is dead. And I think I, I took off my top. It was, it was a very hot day. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a leather jacket on and that, that pendant, my mum my just came out from Dubai like two weeks ago and gave okay. me like an African chain. That good gold, that yeah. That good gold, yeah. <laughs> And then Terrell was like, I was like, what do I do? And then I was shooting in his car. And he was like, why don't you store the car and be like them olders around the area? I'm not sure if he said to say real safe, but I can't, re- I can't remember. Yeah. But like, why don't you store the, store the, um, um, store the car and be like those olders who like say safe here? Yeah, you man, you're good. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I like, I record it, yeah. And I was going, th- I'm in the car, I put the engine on. And then the guy's the first one to stolen the car. Yeah. And I'm driving and it's like, are you man? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Then I was just like that. And then, that that was that because yeah. I had a vine account on called Uncle K and okay. then we, we'll put that on and I just we were doing the numbers then we shot another one yep doing the numbers then we shot one on Twitter where I missed a drop to a beat yes where, love uh, it yeah that one and then we went quiet a little bit and I was watching people just do nothing okay yes and I was like you know what T why don't we make a mockumentary this works yeah and I was like oh, come let's figure it out then one guy that went to my uni called Ray Reynold Mawunze he was like on this like 
extracurriculum course that I did, like you know, to get to get more more like points, like more module. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do like extra courses that you can do. That you just learn it for term. Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm shooting for like SBTV and stuff, bro. Like if you ever want to like link, I'm like, yo, yeah, bro, like whatever." And I was like, "Yo, by the way." And I'm doing this like thing with my friend. You wanna get what like yo bro, I'll come down from Slough and I'll shoot it, innit? Sick. So he came down and then the rest is history. That's mad. That's so mad. Okay, so do you remember the moment when you realized this has gone viral? Um there's and it's crazy because there's, there's different moments that you think about, you know. I mean, okay. and, and because it happened five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's hard. I'm trying to get flashbacks, but one moment that, that comes back to me was um, after firing the booth, yes, I remember. So I went, I went into, so I shot firing the booth yeah. with Charlie. He hit me up. I was hitting up like. Was that before or after the doc came out on YouTube? That, that was after episode one. Okay. So, so okay. First, answer your question. When it went viral, I don't remember where I was or what happened when we put it out. I I do remember when we were ed- we edit we used to edit in a cafe in Elephant Castle, okay, right? Wow. Pop- like a little pop up cafe. That's where we used to all meet. Yeah. And Ray would edit and show us and Troy would be like, no, that one there, or let's use that take or whatever. Yeah. Right. I used to, like even when we audition people, I didn't even audition people. Hannah was my friend. Yes. Yeah. LJ is my friend. Yeah. That I used to meet at the, res- the residencies I used to go to in the summer when I was in uni. I met him there. Okay. So Hannah was a girl from the area or whatever. So when we had it, I was just like, yo, Hannah, let's link up. And I was like, I was, we sat in a cafe and I was like, read this line. And we were just reading it. The script was, it was, wasn't the best, didn't it? Yeah. But then we shot it, did it. We sat in a cafe. And then there was one scene at the beginning, yeah. When you hear, dun, 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 dun. And then you see like, I think you hear, you see like a car go slow-mo around yeah. the bend. And we were like, ah, because it just looks so sick. <laughs> and we were like, this is mad. And it, it, it looked real. Yeah. Like a real documentary. Yeah, I think a lot of people were confused when they first saw it. It looked mad. And yeah. then we, we put it out. And I remember people just hit me up just being like, yo, this is mad. Like, yep. then fire in the booth. I remember when that happened. Because that was crazy. I remember, Very. I remember like, Axel hit me up being like, yo, I heard you on the radio. Like, they're talking about you on the radio, okay? Mm-hmm. And cause obviously she was proud of me because she was been, she'd been with me since that, 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 um, the Young Vic show and whatever. Yeah. But I remember I went into Adidas to see a cure, um, to start a relationship with them, right. Akira and Kenneth at the time. And I went in there and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm dropping them find the booth today. They're like, oh yeah, I find it. Oh, cool, man. Whatever. Like whatever, innit? Like, cool. <laughs> yeah, good for you. So, so, Ken- <laughs> Kenneth was just like, he was just talking to me, just being like, he <laughs> was like, yeah, like, cool. Like you're doing your thing, innit? Like, what, we, like we, we rate what you're doing, innit? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm dropping this fire in the booth thing or whatever. And then he was like, he was like, Oh yeah, like come to the stock room in and come and get some like stuff. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. Da, 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 da. Like, and Akira, Akira now is also like a big sister to me. She That's really good. gives me advice and whatever. But she's left there, but she's really cool. And then she was just like, oh yeah, like when it comes out, let us know. Da, 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 da. I, f- I think I went to bed. Yeah, and the next morning, like it was just insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. People are just being like, yo, like this is mad funny. Yep. And because not everyone that saw Fire in the Beef saw episode one. Yeah, it's true. You know, so it, it was just, I know, like, were you and Charlie improvised? I was like, I just, whatever. Then we did episode two, which was harder to shoot because now people know you. Yeah. So now people are just like, yo, are they, yo you're, you're doing the thing, innit? You're shooting it. Yo, let me get involved, bro. Oh, wow. So we had to shoot when kids were in school and stuff, so. Just so they wouldn't leave you alone. Also, yeah, you have to find days to shoot. Wow. Well, crazy. you also you mentioned that one of your favorites. You mentioned this a while ago, so it's probably changed now. Yeah. But one of your favorite scenes was the bootcuts scene. Yeah, yeah. It's mad because like all of these bootcuts, 
Yeah, you know I mean, all I see is boot cuts. And yeah. that when that became a thing as well. I remember when Skepta yeah, recreated it, airport, it yeah. himself. It's mad because like all I see is boot cuts. What's that? <laughs> like, and this is again a time when Skepta was. I mean, he still is, still but yeah, this, this was still, definitely yeah, when Skepta, Skepta was, was one of the biggest artists yeah. in the UK. Yeah. So that was a huge statement. Mm. So and obviously I'm still saying Skepta is one of the biggest eyes in the yeah. UK. But that that year that was the shutdown year that was yeah, that yeah, was a massive yeah, year. Yeah. So you're right actually. Yeah. How did that impact like knowing that you had support from like the oldest like Skepta? Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot of people. It's crazy because even now when I look at my because I, I just came I just started talking on Twitter again and coming back into the scene again or whatever. Yeah. So even now it's like when I see a lot of my following on people like people like Jama following yeah. me and. <laughs> These kind of people, I'm always like, not like why, I'm always like, oh yeah, because they used to love Hoodok in it or whatever. So it's always interesting to see those who follow you and those who support you. But when that was happening, me and T were just gassed. Was yeah, just like, I can imagine. Like raw, like because you was like what, twenty two? No, I was What's like twenty eight. I was twenty two. Correct. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how I guessed like that. I was very good guess. When that was happening, I was just like raw, like these men are showing love, you know. But I, w- I always made sure that I don't, I don't. I always told myself I don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. Always told myself, no matter how, even till today, I was just like, I don't owe anybody anything. I didn't, like, and I didn't beg you to retweet. Exactly. I didn't beg you to share. You felt it. You did what you needed to do. No problem, you know. So when you're when you're doing your thing, if I don't feel it and I don't, like, if, like, because a lot of the, and this is a thing, another thing as well, like, I was becoming a serious Christian at the time. Mm. So, you know, I started going to church in, like, maybe mid, uh, end of, like, 2015 when Hood Dog was, st- when I started the Royal okay. Safe stuff, I started learning about crap before I wasn't really a Christian or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, So th- as that was happening, I was realising that there are certain songs I don't, I don't, like, songs were, were becoming, that, that music is a lot for me. Yeah. You know, I really enjoy music. And, and at that time, things were happening as well with young people and yeah. stabbings was, yeah. you know, so... And I, I know, and I know they were trying to get a grime for it as well. Whatever. Yep, definitely. But I was just like, there were certain songs that I said to myself, I don't like condone this song. Or yeah. even certain songs the way they talk about women, I was like, I don't condone this song. Yeah. So maybe if an artist hit me up and be like, Yo, can you retweet this, bro, or whatever? I I used to feel like, Oh, am I obliged to do it because yeah. they retweeted the whole doc? But yeah. I was like, I didn't ask you to. Yeah. I just said, Yo, here it is. Enjoy, Enterprise has hot doc. Enjoy it. Da, 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 da. You 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 retweeted it. Yeah. You loved. It. You showed your friend. So if you're doing your thing as a, because that was the hard thing, you know. Yeah. I, I, a lot of musicians thought maybe this guy, he's not, he's not. It's like man supported you, bro. And I'm like, I don't owe you anything, can it? I'm this is I'm making work. Definitely. This is my job, and I'm making work. So you enjoy my, you enjoy my, you know, my, my thesis. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that's it, innit? You know. Cool. Yeah. But now you got your. Th- I don't need to read your thesis. Definitely. Not by force. So. Well, I mean, you you. You quite evidently aren't afraid to come offline, come nah, off socials, man, nah, man, all that. Okay. So for anyone that's like an aspiring actor or creative, yeah. like what would your advice be to them when it comes to social media? Like, I'm sure they must all think, right, I have to be an influencer. Yeah, I have to get yeah, at least yeah, 10K. Yeah. I need to do this. Otherwise, I'm not going to blow. Mm. Like you've proven, although it, it yours, yours kind of is you're an anomaly definitely you were unknown and because your work was good you got the following but now it almost feels like you need to get the following to prove something yeah and then you show that you're good yeah it's it's weird it's a weird cycle isn't it (laughs) yeah when people ask me that question 
it, it always uh, that's why when I always say I oh, know like we just uh, like we, Toronto always say like it's God we just thank God yeah. and we just say look because there's no there's no algorithm at all do you know what I mean it's like oh I'm going to post at 6 o'clock because da, 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 whatever da, 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 and this <laughs> and that whatever I'm just like there's like B- BBC when they were pushing and so like even now with Enterprise what's quite interesting was that with season one I was saying this on ZZ's show yeah. big up ZZ on season one I was like I didn't push it. Yeah. Because I didn't push it. People like, pe- like someone like you probably saw it because you're, you're in, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah. you're in the industry. You see, like, m- you, s- you see a diverse range of yeah. content just because of your job and because yeah. of, of maybe your, your preference. I don't, I don't know. I think it's my preference. Yeah. I think that what happened was because I didn't push that or because I didn't like whatever, it, it didn't get seen by a lot of my following. Okay. So then what happened? I said to my, I realized that, hold on. Okay. Their audience is not my audience. So Absolutely. I need to do it for myself. Hence why I'm around now yeah. and I'm seeing the fruits of it. Yeah. So it's hard because A, you need to know who your audience are and, and where you're pushing. Yeah. But also B, what I realized was that without the following, maybe the show, even like Enterprise One or I had a following on Vine. So it helped yeah. with the, everyone seeing that RS thing. Yeah. I think a following does help. But like you rightly said, when you make good work, people will find it. Yeah. That that's the that's the kind of like what's the word? Ethos that I live on. That's yeah. Good. Like if the work is good, people will find it. It's not even if it has five thousand whatever, yeah. People will find it. It's not a problem. Definitely. You know, if if it's constant consistently going, bam, that's a hit. That's a hit. Pe- like people feel it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, people will feel it. Definitely. Okay, well, for those who feel like they've got wood, good work, but they're being overlooked, how can they get that in that room with the BBC? Like, have you got any kind of things that they should expect when they're trying to break through to the mainstream and get on a, a platform like BBC iPlayer, BBC Three, and they all that kind of stuff? They shouldn't get gassed. Okay, what do you mean by that? They shouldn't get gassed. They shouldn't. They shouldn't feel like, yeah, I'm here. Like, this is it, whatever. Da, 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 da. There's always work to do, you know. Okay. I, I've realised that. There's, there's always there's always work to do. The, the moment you, you take your foot off the, you know, the accelerator, it's like, you, you're going to ask for problems, man. You're going you're gonna to okay. get stagnant. You're not going to collect dust or whatever. You're going to cause a traffic jam behind you. Yeah. You know, you, keep, you have to keep it going. If you're doing your thing, you keep, you just keep on moving. Keep on working. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the advice I'll give to them is that, look, if, you, if, if you've got a meeting with somebody, don't put it on social media. I hear that. Don't take a picture of a BBC badge. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no need to, because now, now you're causing issues for yourself. Yeah. Obviously, if you've got a read-through that's commissioned, yeah. I do think at times, like seeing now, at times being like, oh, BBC and you got a following putting out. People are gonna be like, "Oh, what's going on?" Like, yeah. oh, whatever. Like, we've added as I, I had a jumper posted. I had a meeting with them, posted a picture online. Yeah, people are like people maybe assumed I was signed or whatever. I don't know, but it's, it 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 helps with what you want to do. It does yeah. help of like, oh, people are talking. What's happening? Yeah, I get it. But when nothing's happening, <laughs> yeah, don't don't make that mistake because you cause you, you add pressure on yourself. For real. I think as as creators, we're not honest with ourselves. A lot of the time, we're not real. It's like, yeah, we're not real of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I not, hear that. We're not real of ourselves. Well, okay, off the back of that, mm. what should someone that wants to get into the industry know before they start their career? You don't make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> At which point? Where, where are we talking? Are we talking writing, producing, acting? In general, life. The, For real? The tax man is a cheeky oh, man. Listen, yeah. the tax man really is not anyone's the friend, you know. not my friend. But yeah, no, and you don't. It's a slow burner. Okay. 
it's a slow burner. I, I, I didn't bring anything out in 2019. For real, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think people forget that. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't bring anything out in 2019. I wasn't around in 2019. Yeah. And that's why when I talk to people, I live with myself. I yeah. know myself. Like, yeah. I, I walk on the street. I'm like, I live my life. Like, yeah. I'm not hiding. But when you don't put out stuff on social media, it's almost like a person that is like doesn't exist. Or when you don't tweet or whatever, the yeah. person doesn't exist, right? So for me, I didn't bring out anything in 2019 because I was just working on stuff or whatever. Yeah. But then I realized people just thought, this guy is not around. Like, this guy is, is not here. That whole, he fell off. He fell off, yeah. yeah or whatever they were saying. It's, it's always like, oh, he's not around. But, but, it's a slow burner. Yeah. And Don't people, worry. what happened? Exactly. Because people will assume that maybe because you've decided to take six months out and go, go to drama school mm. or an acting course, For whatever, real. that you're not doing anything. And yeah. then you start to compare yourself to your friends. Yeah. But the thing is, it's a slow burner. Definitely. It's fine. Like, you go away and take your time and do what you need to do, whatever. So when, when that was happening in 2019, was like, oh, where is he gone, whatever, I was just laughing being like, they don't understand that I'm actually not and not in an arrogant way. No, that, that I'm actually okay. I'm, I'm happy. doing work. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just working. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> developing. Like I'm actually. And then I realized that no, it's a cycle. Yeah. You know, it's like you want to prove to people that you're doing stuff and da 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 da, da and then you end up taking your eye off the training, your eye off the work, and then it's like, oh, why did I even take my eye off that? Because they don't even care. Whatever. You try to go back to your acting course and your mind is not there because you want to get an audition and now you're adding pressure on your agent and now you're just like, then just stay where you are. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> stay, stay where you are. Yeah. Step by step. Yeah. Step by step. Step by step. I'm just build it. And that's, that's very good. That's the advice I give to them. Very good advice because, you know, it's chill out, guys. There's Relax. no race. Relax. It's, it's, I always say it's work. Yeah. I and always, that's the whole point. The word is work. work. Like, rem- exactly. like, it's actually work. Like, people don't understand that. When I'm showing you hood dog, I'm showing you this or whatever. I'm showing you my work. Yeah. You know? So when they're just like, oh, in real life, he's not even funny. I'm just like, oh, oh no, no, no. Go away. Like, <laughs> that's, that's my work, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's I'm, I'm, like, even as acting or whatever, it's, yeah. it's, if you make it your life, then of course, you, what I'm saying may not you know, relate to you or whatever, mm. but it's actually your job, your 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 portrayal or your interpretation of a character is what you're what you're showing. So don't take it too personally if people A don't feel it. Yeah. And then people B are getting at you. Like it's 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 work. Yeah. It's work. It's not it's not personal. I would say this industry, if BBC said to me today, K, Enterprise season two, God forbid, it's not gonna come out on Sunday. Wow. They said to me, look, no season three, we're done with you. I'd be like, rah. Let's keep it stepping, innit? Yeah, for real. They, they don't owe me anything. For real, for real. You know, they don't owe me anything. Well, that is not happening here. <laughs> <laughs> By God's grace, we have a brand new series of Enterprise. Okay, break it down. What's happening? I'm so happy that it's back on the screen. Yeah. So break it down for those who've never seen and need to catch up right now. Just about two young boys who set up a business in Elephant and Castle. They set up an errand service in Elephant and Castle. Two young boys, <laughs> Jeremiah and Kazim. It's about their adventures and their journey. That's literally it, I think. Where did this idea come from now? Obviously, you're always creating characters, but yeah, yeah. where did this come from? Mm. Was this a real business? No. <laughs> I, I think the, the emergence of, like, Deliveroo and, you know, wanting to... After Hood Dog, after went to BBC Three, I was like, I'm done. And I was like, you know what? It's time to move on. Do you know what, what from I mean? that character or...? Just just from, like, Hood Dog. I was just done with Hood Dog, okay. that, that project. Okay. I was like, yeah. I've, done, I've done it... One episode one, yeah. Iron the Booth, episode two, six five minute pilots online. Yeah. 
Tara and I were trying to talk about or work towards a series, a full series. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm actually done with this. So Fair enough. That finished. Then I was, my agent was like, BBC still want to work with you. That's beautiful. You know, my producers I was working with, Fudge Park, they were like, Kay, you know, we loved you. We don't know what happened with the IRS thing, why you stopped, but we still want to work with you. I think everyone was panicking. Really? I, I think, yeah, my agent was panicking. BBC were panicking. Bare people were panicking. Like, so do you feel like people were trying to convince you to carry on? Even till this day, people still say, yo, bro, like this, um, a plum, was it a plumber? <laughs> or this red they, they fix heaters radiators they came to Pl- came, plumber. Plumber, plumber yeah, yeah came, plumber. came to my house today obviously he's come a few times because he I think he he books that he tells his agent I want to go to that house <laughs> on purpose innit because I see him big up him and his daughter but yeah he comes to my house to fix my radio and yeah. anytime he's always like alright mate fix your, fix that, fix your boiler mate when's Norris coming back mate? oh my goodness come on mate yeah it's like, oh that was mad funny innit and then he, and he comes because they always go in twos right so he's always bringing different people with him saying like this is alright it's like <laughs> Mate, this is yeah, this is my mate. Uh, I was like, yeah, and was my pajamas. I was like, yeah, mate, you're good. I mean, he's he's blessed. He's blessed though. I like, yeah. he's giving me like some sick radiators and stuff. Okay, so, like, good. I'm glad. He fitted into you new ones today. Thank God. <laughs> that, huh, that was real. Anyway, what I was saying. So basically, yeah, I mean, people still say, oh, like, and the comparison to Michael Dapper or yeah. whatever. But you know, I just think like people just that I was working with panicked. It was like, where, like, what do we do wrong? I was like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. Like yeah. BBC, like. It's cool. Yeah. Like you made me understand that I don't want to play this anymore. I'm done. So they were like, anything you want to do, just let me know and whatever. So I was like, cool. When pe- another thing that people listen have to be careful of is that when someone says anything you want to do, let's do it. Be careful okay. because I can be like, all right, cool. I want to make a a show about um, a microphone um, that goes on tour in Germany. They're like, yep, because it's Kylie Day, we mean let's do oh it. Or whatever. And then now you've you've caused issues for yourself. Because it's not funny and it's not good. So yeah. You ha- so I said, okay, cool. Stop telling me, you know that the, you're the, ready the to work. There. <laughs> Let me just think about this. So yeah. I, I was talking to my agent about it. She encouraged. She was just like, "What do you want to do?" Really amazing agent who's now a producer, Lottie Beasley. Amazing. Love her daily. She really helped me. And because I haven't written a full script by myself yet. True. I've done whole doc with T, and now I'm just like, it's me. So we both went our separate ways, and because yeah. he, he had an agent as well. Okay. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? Then what happened was. I saw Atlanta. Oh, that is inspiration right there. Then I was like, this is a show about two men who are just trying to hustle and trying to make it. Yeah. I was like, let me try and do some. So I, I wrote I wrote it down, I did it. And then I had a read through. BBC were just like, they didn't really, the script and stuff, they were like, they're not really, sh- not they're not sure, but it was like, they're giving me notes and like, they don't know why, like it's a bit, str- it was strange, isn't it? The pilot was a bit strange. Yeah, 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 it was a bit strange. It ended mad random as well. Mad random as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how did it, how did it what, how isn't it, that how the one where Kyle was in the wheelchair? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, wheelchair yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was like, he was some, the weed. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was mad, that was crazy. But they let you do it, and they let you come back. Because they realised in the read-through, they were like, now I understand what this show is. Right. So even on the day, where where you can get like a, where they decide if you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to like shoot a pilot or not, yeah, it can take up to like three months, four months, five months. They told they told us on the day, like they were like, "Yo, like Phil was like they want to make it, they want right. to shoot a pilot." I was like, "What?" Like, yeah. So I decided that I'm gonna go for it, and and I also feel like there are a lot of unfortunately or maybe fortunately for us as as black creators, black writers, yeah. there are a lot of stories that have been told within. The, the white community yeah. of maybe the in-betweeners or like maybe the ugly bets that's maybe that's more Hispanic but like in-betweeners peep show yeah. you know two 
middle-aged men living their life, going through midlife crisis or whatever. But as soon as you take that those formats and bring it into and bring black people into them, yeah, our audience haven't seen it. It's true. I've seen Peep Show because I feel it. I've seen IT Crowd that about these nerds in the yeah. basement. I feel all these kind of shows. I feel it in it. Yeah. But when it comes to the black audience, they like had black Twitter. Black Twitter. <laughs> they will. They will. They will not. They haven't yeah. seen it. So I said to myself. Only Fools and Horses has been done. Yeah. But, which is like Enterprise, yeah. the format. 100, you just, when you said it, I was like, oh yeah. It's been done. Is it wheelers and dealers? Come on, let's give it a go. Let's That's see it. what happens, yeah. But we have never seen something like that. It's true. So I said. And it's perfect. Everyone's trying to be a, a boss right now. Yeah, self-employed boss, entrepreneur. you can relate to it. Everyone's yeah. got issues. And, and I think I was trying to show different classes as well. Yeah. The, the one is working class, one is middle class. And I feel like a lot of, like I know friends who are who are middle class and they're black and middle class. Yeah. But they're like their narrative is, is never told. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. never ever told. When you actually think about like it's true. Middle class, like black Especially men. Especially not women. in the UK. Not in the UK. In America. In, in America, Issa, America Issa, a little Issa Rae bit. Is not, she's working class. Issa Rae. Working class, but we've always seen like you know the Cosby Show and yeah, like, yeah, we've yeah. Seen, like my Prince, wife and kids, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Everyone's usually doing well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. and then it's I, and then you get the ghetto shows and the ratchet yeah. shows, but <laughs> but here it's either I can't even. It's just I don't think we have any. It's just yeah, working class family, yeah, family hustling. Yeah, in a different way. Different way, yeah. So this is this is refreshing. Yeah. Are you excited? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm I'm happy for the world to see it. I'm really excited and I can't wait for people to see it. And 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 I, and I feel like I was talking to so I, um, I spoke to a girl at BBC who I think has seen it because BBC get to get to see it. Yeah, of course. They get to see all of Inside it. Inside scoop. Inside scoop <laughs> and a certain link that you just click in it. And she was interviewing me and she was just like, yo, like Cause you know, like when you're, you know, when you're interviewing somebody, yeah, and then you're like, "Yo, like this thing is mad." That's it. And I was like, "Watch, like, yo, like, thank you, I f- like, finally I can watch something and I feel it." And then she said <sighs> to me, good. "Which is how I, f- how I feel about the show." Yeah, I feel like it's not an uh, an award winning show. I don't feel like it's gonna be the one to be like. You boom, never boom, know. Boom. I mean, I mean, I'm not <laughs> fussed, but I think it's a show that's gonna open doors. I love that and show commissioners and producers and networks that. We've got other stories we can tell, and it works. Yeah, because the audience, the audience, they're ready for it. They yeah. actually are ready for it. It's just that we just don't see it. So Me. I think this is gonna be a nice door opener to be like, yo, look, when you go into meetings and be like, I got this show about da 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 da, and be like, Enterprise did it. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't swear, they didn't show sex scenes. Yeah. Why do yeah. I have to? Why does it have to be about me and my sexuality? Yeah. Why can't it just be about me and a business and my and my hair business or my nail business? You know, it doesn't have to be about me being sexy and me trying to find a guy, or whatever. Like, Kazim, no one kisses an enterprise. Okay. No one swears an enterprise. Yeah. No nudity, no sex scenes. Just banter and heart. You know, and that's mm. and that's what I like to write. That's beautiful. So, why should everyone go and watch Enterprise? Um, they should watch it because I wrote it. <laughs> 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 that's enough for me. Yeah, My friend it. wrote that. I wrote that. <laughs> They should watch it because I feel like it's better than Hood Dog. <laughs> okay, that's good. Progress. I, I love feel it. Like it's better than Hood Dog. And I also feel like it's relatable, but most of all, it has heart. It's more than just a comedy. That's what Atlanta showed me, man. It's it's more it's not just about making me laugh. It's about, you know, making me laugh and making me cry. And I, I love feel that. like it's it's more than just a comedy. So laugh, go and laugh and go and cry. So exciting. All right, before you go, yeah. just so people can be even more inspired by you, and I'm throwing you under the bus right now because people on. always struggle with this, yeah. but can you give five top tips 
in your opinion, of yeah. how someone who wants to be an actor or a creative like yourself to get into the mainstream? Five top tips. I'll count. Okay, five. So, answer one. For, for me, man is faith in it. Man is my faith and what I believe in. Obviously, you may not believe in faith, or whatever, but believe in something. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in God. I'm a Christian. I say believe in something because it, it grounds you. You know, it grounds you. Don't go wherever the wind goes. You'll be lost. You know, be be planted. Number two, you're not you're not the best. Okay. Yeah, you're not the best. Yeah, that's number two. Don't always feel like you're the best and the the. You can always learn. You know, you can always when you go to that acting workshop, you'll see someone who's younger than you and who who's better than you. Te- yeah. Technically, it's okay. Yeah. Learn from him, even though he's ten years below you. Yeah. You know, learn from him. It's okay. Learn from him or learn from her. So you're not the best. <laughs> number three, every everything has been done before. Yeah. Be a be a good copier. I like to copy. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. I'm not. I don't think about being original. It's biblical. <laughs> nothing is. Nothing is under the sun. I'm telling you openly that I copied Atlanta's format and their themes, and I made my show. I hear that. You know, don't Let's try. Let's make sure there's no uh, no legalities in no, there. No, copy, copy. <laughs> no, I mean, genuinely, like, like I, I, I can show you references from Enterprise season two and be like, this scene here. Watch it, Atlanta. Watch. It. You see that? You see that? Yeah. That's what I did. How about using in the innovate? No, just copy. <laughs> Copy like look look at it copy it and then make it your own obviously. There we go. There yeah, we like, go. Like like, like, co- like copy it and make it your own. Like yeah. if, if I, someone hears you speaking and they're like, I need to be like Ramel, like I like the way she talks. I'll I'll listen to you. Yeah, yeah. And be yeah. like, oh, when it's like her laugh, like whatever, cool. Like what does she do? Like why do people like her? Whatever. Da, 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 da. I hear that. And I just follow it, like her style. I can maybe have my own style. I'll just follow what you're doing. I hear that. And my way, you yeah. know, I, I might not get the same trim as you. Yeah, yeah, but I'll be, yeah. I need to get a nice trim or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Like she's always, she goes to events. I need to be more social. Like remote. I hear I'll that. I'll just copy. Okay. Yeah, four, I get that. Um, four, go like watch stuff. Yes. Go 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 and watch stuff. You know, don't just be that like, I'm on this acting thing and you don't watch stuff or read stuff. Go and watch and go and read. You need yeah. to go and watch and go and read. And number five, slow like slow burner. Slow burner as in like train. That was good advice. Yeah. Train. You 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 have. To to train. I think that's why for me, for me, Kaya Day with me, for me, why maybe my comedy may be different from other people's kind of comedy and works. Cause I, I've studied comedy from the timing, yeah. from the practitioners, the facilitators, what works, what doesn't work, from beats. I've said to myself, I'm gonna study this thing yeah. and make you laugh. And that's it. I just just train. Take time out and train. Just train. Beautiful. Train. Dream. That is brilliant advice, and I'm so I'm so glad we got to sit down. Thank you so we much. We got to talk deep. Mm. We got to just hear a little bit more about your experience and your journey into the mainstream because it's absolutely incredible. So everyone, go and watch Enterprise season two. It's out on BBC iPlayer right now. Click it, watch it, enjoy it, and then watch it again. <laughs> Get those streams in. I don't know how BBC calculate it, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But just keep watching it, guys. Keep watch watching it. And it. Be happy, yeah. And enjoy, and then you know. Get involved. Kaido, where can they follow you? I know you got a new account. Yeah, so I got <laughs> on my Instagram now, K Ibumi6. What's the six? I got anyone laughing. And then <laughs> anyone available. And then um I'm on Twitter, K Ibumi, and on Facebook, Kaido Ibumi. If you mess me on Facebook, I'll message you back. Is it? You use Facebook? Yeah, it's still there, yeah. I mean you actually use it. No. Just oh. just, just to post stuff and just to make a bit of bread. <laughs> I'm not, not, not fraudulent activities. 
<laughs> we'll leave it there. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you guys for listening to the Mainstream Podcast with me, Ramel London. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review on Apple and Spotify and follow at the Mainstream UK and at Ramel underscore London. Also, special thanks to Podcast Studio London for having us. Thank you.